everyone. It is October 2020 and welcome to the Main Dish Podcast. We are so excited that you are joining us for our inaugural episode. Please jump onto our website, themaindishpodcast.com to get more information about what we do here on our podcast or to get to know us a little bit more. We're also on Instagram at themaindishpodcast. Today's episode is Clarity in 2020 and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey there! Hi everyone. This is Miley. And Mandy. And we are the, the Main Dish Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are we doing this? Are we doing this together? Like What's happening? We rehearsed nothing. Nothing. <laughs> We've been planning this for six months. We have no idea what we're up to. But we have equipment and a website and an Instagram. And a burning desire. So welcome to our episode number one. Okay, I think this should be the only episode we actually number, by the way. Um, I even wrote that down on this outline you provided me with. Oh. Okay. We don't even have to. I mean, I can totally cut that part out. No, I mean, I, I don't, I'm cool with like, just so you know, this is the first episode we're ever recording. And I don't want to keep score counting maybe the rest of them. Unless we get to a significant number, like your lucky number. Which are looking like 86. Oh. <laughs> She's like, four? <laughs> What's your lucky number? She's like, damn, four. <laughs> that just means we're going to celebrate sooner. So in three episodes, we will again be announcing which episode we were recording. I was going to say seven, but that sounded really ridiculous after your four. <laughs> our celebratory, our landmarks are going to come real quick. Oh, okay. That just means that Every part of life, no matter how small, should how be big. celebrated. Yep, should be celebrated. Celebrate them all. The wins, big or small. Even the, even the losses. Yeah. The great years and uh, maybe some of the more questionable years, like this year. Coming out of, well, I guess we can't really say we're coming out of the pandemic, but we're coming out of a summer in a pandemic. Correct. Um, in Phoenix, we're in Phoenix for anybody who doesn't already know that. And it was the hottest summer on record in Phoenix. Right. How many days did we go with a temperature above 110? Correct. It was 50 something. It was 50. In a row. No, it wasn't in a row. Oh, it wasn't? It was over the summer. We had 50. I don't actually know how many days in a row we hit. It was a lot. It was like weeks. But total, we were, we hit, I remember when we hit 50 and then there were still a half a dozen more days at least that we were over 110. Um, And we hit a record number of days over 110, over 115. um, And just the other day over 105, I think I saw, but I, we might be really close to that. Anyways, we had a record fucking hot summer here. And during quarantine, it was worse, I think, because everyone was just confined to home. Correct. And, and yeah. We couldn't, you couldn't do anything outside, like community pools, places, like water parks. They were all closed. Like places that families go to or people go to. to Movie theaters. In, yes, to enjoy their summertime were all closed. Yeah, no mall. Well, the malls opened up at one point, but 
it wasn't like it was exciting to go to Correct. the mall. And, and plus, people were encouraged to stay at home, too. So yeah. even if the malls were, when they were open, people were encouraged to kind of stay at home, which is understandable because of the pandemic. Yeah. I don't know if I even... I think I did go to the mall once. But... Um, oh, my gosh. You brought up the pool. Oh. Are we going to talk about your pool? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. My pool closed right at the beginning of pandemic. And um, obviously very upsetting. And then once the governor reopened things, I think in May, he said public pools or I guess whatever could be open. But we're not a public pool. Like, it's a gated pool. There's a key I had to buy to and get you into live the in pool. a homeowner's. Yeah, our HOA hadn't yet reopened the pool, and they weren't really sending out any information as to why it was They wouldn't closed. release any information. That was the most frustrating part because as a homeowner, and although I do not own your home, you <laughs> own your home, I felt your pain because as a homeowner, you own part of that pool. I and like we should know why that pool is closed. And I was very upset that you did not have a reason or an answer. You should see her face right now. She's so mad. <laughs> Because it is the principle of the situation, <laughs> and you own part of that pool. We have reignited the fire. I am still very upset. Steaming. We Even should... though it's opened up again. They closed it, and like so the governor reopened everything in May, and all of a sudden, but it still wasn't open. And I was calling our HOA. I was emailing, like, hey, what's going on? It's hot. Would like to lay by the pool. Can we please? Um, the governor has reopened them. What's the deal? Why is this sign still on the pool saying that it's closed because of the governor's mandate? That's not true. And they never answered me and never answered me and never answered me. And then somewhere around, what, maybe the just after the 4th of July, yep. I think um, I ran into a neighbor who I found out was on the is on the board, on the HOA board. And there's, I guess, only three people. It's a pretty small complex. But there's three people on the board and... Two of them live here. One of them doesn't. So she was like, it is definitely time to open the pool. I agree with you. And um, uh, she said, we're hoping. So apparently it got closed. That's when I found out that it was closed because of, I don't know, it was before. Things needing to be repaired. Yeah, there The was... fence needed to be repaired. Oh, oh. We Remember didn't that know one that. day? Yes. We didn't know that it was being repaired. And all of a sudden, this one day, we saw a bunch of people opening the doors and fixing up the fence. And guess what Miley did? Oh, I have it on video. <laughs> <laughs> Miley walked her sweet little butt down there, walked through the gate, down next to the pool, and sat in one of the chairs, waited for someone to kick her out. Almost tripped over a cord. Because she was entering a literal construction zone <laughs> to get into the pool. <laughs> I was determined. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot about the fence. So, like, all of a sudden, they just showed up and um, started taking down the fence, the gate around the pool. And it was like, hey, um, coincidence? I think not. I think we should just wander in there. And so we did end up sitting out there for a little while. I have a very funny, um, like, there was an Instagram story about it where I played the Judas Priest song, Breaking the Law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Over us sitting in the pool. And uh, so then the fence went back up and they locked the door. And that was like two days later, it was done and gone and locked again. And no one could get in there. And then I found out, I can't remember if it was late July or early August, I found out that the spa, the pump for the hot tub needed to re be replaced or there needed to be two in there and there was only one. I don't know, some fucking nonsense. I was like, I don't give a shit about the spa. Like, open up the pool. Like, close off the spa. No one cares. And my neighbor with the HOA was like, yeah, 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 it's definitely time to open it. I totally get it. I'm going to press the board. Um, we should have had that new part replaced. Da, da, da. I come back from vacation. It's still not open. 
I'm semi-livid because it's August and record number of days over 110. And um, and still no pool. No pool. I mean, it was... So Phoenix summers are... I like Phoenix. I don't hate the summer. I do try to travel a lot in the summer because it's just kind of an easier time for me personally with the businesses and work to travel and get out of Dodge um, and experience temperatures more suitable for humans. And um, coming home and not be just pandemic and not being able to go anywhere and not having any other relief. I mean, I ended up pool chasing all over town all summer long. You and I hit a number of different pools. Uh, crashing friends, uh, apartments, homes. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if I hit a hotel pool. I did, actually. I, a cousin's, I hit her pool. Um, there were a few. But it took, I mean, even after I was told it would reopen, it took another month because it's literally only been open since mid to late September. So the day we found out the pool was open and you were first here. Oh, I was so was excited that nighttime? that we were able to... Uh, access your pool that one time the very first time yeah and um was it nighttime you know, after it we'd was gone nighttime. out for it was like around like 9 30 9 o'clock did we go get a bite to eat yeah okay we went to sushi that one place yes yeah. sushi and uh you know mandy's pool is very beautiful it has a little water fountain and a little jacuzzi area and then like the main pool I must have been so excited i forgot all the different parts <laughs> of the pool that i thought i was heading towards the jacuzzi and so, I'm, I, you know, I get into the pool, I'm walking, I'm like, man, I'm so excited to be here. It's been like three, four months coming, and I'm not here illegally. I didn't break in. I'm here because I'm allowed to be here. And I walk over to where I, in my head, I was thinking it was a jacuzzi, and I was like, let me see what the temperature is like because it's summertime. I mean, I wonder if the water's really hot. So I, I swing my foot over the wall to get into the what I thought was a jacuzzi. In my head, I'm thinking... Man, I don't remember the last time I had to swing my foot over to get into a jacuzzi, but okay, I'll, like I'll do it. Like climbing a yeah. wall that yeah. was probably 20 inches high. <laughs> I'm like, you know, maybe it's just, you know, the, the, the design of the pool maybe or something. Maybe two feet high. I yeah, mean, it was definitely two feet high for sure or higher. And then I'm like, huh, this water's not very warm. In fact, would you get like one foot in there? Yeah, I got a whole foot like, in there the and an ankle. <laughs> a foot and an ankle. And I'm like, man, it's not really that hot and in fact it actually it's probably the temperature of the pool like it's cool and and i'm like what's going on in my head i'm so confused and then mandy says what are you doing miley <laughs> and i'm like well i wanted to check out the jacuzzi or something and she goes that's not the jacuzzi <laughs> what are you what <laughs> it was actually the water fountain <laughs> she was literally climbing into the fountain and i'm like I kind of didn't, re I was, I didn't recognize what was happening at first. I thought you, so there are stairs on two ends of the pool to go walk into the pool and you were heading towards the one set of <laughs> stairs. So I just assumed you were going to get to the stairs and then kick off your shoes yeah, I, and stick a foot in. I, like, I didn't do that's that. what I was going to do. No, she walked right past the stairs yeah, and then walked up to the fountain, which is <laughs> higher than her knee. Like the little wall to it is high and she like starts to pick up a leg and I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> you know, the, the whole time I was thinking, too, I was like, why are there those pipes coming up with water coming out of them? And I was like, yeah. I've never seen a jacuzzi with pipes coming out of it. But there's just not, there are a lot of... None of this is making sense. Not, a lot of synapses <laughs> in my brain were not synapsing. Like, there was just, a, I don't know what was going on in my brain, but not a lot of things were adding up, but I was still just dead, like, hard-pressed on getting into that 
part of the pool that I was like, it's got to be a jacuzzi. <laughs> and my whole, I was like, it's not making sense, but it's got to be a jacuzzi. Nothing's making sense. It's not hot. There's pipes in the middle of it, squirting out water. She got a foot in there and I was like, <laughs> what are you, what's the, is this, is this not the jacuzzi? No! <laughs> That's the fountain. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. Which led to like insane giggles and laughter. And then we, I walked away like I didn't know her. Even <laughs> then I chased after her like I knew her. <laughs> we were the only two people there. It was like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Next time I'm going to put my whole entire body in the fountain. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. It's the same water as in the pool. It just has pipes coming out. And yeah, it just looks dangerous. Nah. I live for danger. <laughs> I live for danger. Let's segue into the main dish, 2020. How long have podcasts been around? They've been around yeah, about for eight years now. Eight, eight or more, yeah, eight to, eight to ten at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of the pioneers. Mm-hmm. Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. Some of the pioneers have been around. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever. No pressure. So a lot of people have been harping on 2020 a lot. I see yeah. a lot of memes that say, you know, uh, what is it? Um, shut it down and restart 2020, or uh, things like um, let's reboot 2020, or yep. let's just uh, cancel cancel 2020 and go straight to 2021. Yeah. And while I can understand, and on some days or maybe just some moments, I can probably relate to some of those feelings. But I think overall. I've been focused a lot, and maybe you can relate, on more of the things that I've gained because of the things that have happened in 2020. What do you think, Mandy? 100% agree. I'm not shitting on 2020. Even, I mean, for me, maybe it's maybe it's a, an outcome of just a lot of the work I've done personally to rewire, to, to rewire, but actually get back to how I, I think I was wired originally. Um, but anyways, uh, a lot of the work I've done just to kind of reframe how I look at things in general, like my default disposition is a positive one. Um, I do have a wicked sarcastic streak um, and I can be, oh, what would be the good word? Salt, not salty, but. <laughs> but I like salty. Yeah, I have, I can really easily be like, um. Maybe snarky, but I'm not usually mean. I don't know. That sounds mean. It does. It's like a nice snarky. Not yeah. even a nice snarky. It's like a... Uh, Witty. Yes. Um, and sarcastic, but I... Yeah. But for fun playfulness. Like yeah. not like from a mean... from yeah. a From a bad place. It's I never not... like to make people feel bad. No. And if I've done that, or I think I've done that, I feel awful. So anyways, I... Um, my disposition is a pretty positive one. I'm like... Like, when people kind of whine and complain about things, uh, I'm usually the one to go, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. And that's pretty much been my outlook since pandemic started. The first couple weeks, I remember being um, really like, huh. Like, everything kind of came to a halt. Uh, the day job slowed down. It was like, what are we doing? We kind of went into, like, an emergency team situation. And my side business came to kind of a sudden stop because there were no events happening and I was like well what do I do now I mean I suddenly started spending a lot of hours on Instagram <laughs> I had a lot more time on my hands I watched some tv shows 
which is not normally something I get to do during the spring. I usually catch up on TV in the summer. But um, I the first couple of weeks, I actually sat around kind of bored, waiting to see what was going to happen with everything. And once it became clear to me after like uh, literally somewhere in the 10 to 14 day mark, I was like, oh, this isn't going to stop. Like all this shit's canceled. Our trip to Vegas was canceled. Oh, that's so sad. I was actually listening to Jonas Brothers the other day, actually listening to your playlist. <laughs> and I was with uh, my friend Rachel and oh. I was like, remember when I told Wait, you, you listen that- to my new playlist? Yes. The new playlist has less Jonas Brothers and a lot more WAP. It does, but the the <laughs> song that was playing when I pressed shuffle was a Jonas Brothers song. Oh, good. And I looked over at Rachel, and I was like, Rachel, remember when I told you that I was going to go see the Jonas Brothers concert, <laughs> and it got canceled because of COVID? This song is making me so sad. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I was so bummed that we missed the Vegas uh, Jonas Brothers concert because of COVID. I mean, we were real. It was supposed to be in May, and Jonas Brothers mini residency. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We had... Floor seats, right? Like floor seats. General admission. We were going to be like right yeah. so close. Yeah. Floor, general admission on the floor. We would be, you know, hopefully getting like little drops of spit oh, yes. and sweat on us. Maybe a little wink. Maybe Even a little in smile. COVID, I wouldn't really mind. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little Joe Bros spittle on me. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> save it. Where's <laughs> like, a napkin? Let yeah, me get a it. tissue, soak it up, fold it up, put it in your pocket. Oh, we're weird. <laughs> Joe Bros, if you're listening, we we adore you. We accept your spittle. Yes. If you need to spit anywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> now I'm like right back to the WAP lyrics. The spit in my mouth line. Oh Jesus. I don't know that line. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well let's listen, not go there. We'll I don't later. think I need to know. So <laughs> um there were lots of things being canceled. Like and so two weeks in I kind of realized this isn't going away. Our trips are getting canceled. All the rest of my events for the spring are being canceled. Work is in a mode of like, figure everything out and we're going to have to flip the script on everything. And I was like, well, cool. How are we going to, what am I going to, what am I going to do? What am I going to make this work? How am I going to, what am I doing now? What am I? And I, people started complaining and I started realizing, wow, I have all this time. People were complaining about having time. Time, yes. So people were complaining. Right. And I didn't get it. And I think that's part of it too, because for me, I felt actually a relief yes. that I had time that I was like, wow, this is a, a break from the hustle and bustle of move and go, yeah. go, go, go. And I think, you know, you know how you said like your default is to always look on the brighter side, right? Like yeah. look for the positive things and not necessarily get into this place where you or this mode where you're complaining. My default is very similar. In my mind, I flipped to a mindset of you know adaptability and flexibility well okay things are shutting down well what do we need to do to make sure that the most important things that do need to keep functioning function and let's identify like prioritizing I guess Mm -hmm. like identify the things that you know what if we need to be shut down what are the things that we need to kind of like drop to the bottom of the list um that we can freeze hold on like not just like put in a freezing pattern and focus on the most important things right now to keep things moving, to take care of the people. You know, if it's a work thing, like take care of the people that need to be taken care of and then, you know, pause everything else. And I really felt a, a relief. There was really no complaints from my side because I, for the first time, maybe, you know, if for lack of a better phrase, I guess, for the first time in my life, I felt like I could breathe and focus on 
the most important thing in like things yeah. in life as opposed to trying to balance everything in life oh my god thank you for saying that trying to balance everything like when you run like we have day jobs you also have a pretty strong side hustle outside of your day jobs and then so do you do i Mm -hmm. and then we started talking about this somewhere around the beginning of pandemic just before Mm -hmm. and um and then we also both were trying to date yes for the first time in a while i think and uh I'm not saying we're not now. I'm just telling you where we were seven months ago. And uh, <laughs> we were single and ready to mingle and get our swerve on in Vegas. And um, Right, because the night before shutdown, we actually went on a speed oh, yes. dating thing. Oh my gosh, the day they declared the pandemic. Exactly. It was the same day. It was the same day. You're right, not not even the night before. I was, Yeah, because we, we went out, out afterwards and people were up close and personal with us. And then one of the, the ladies with us, she's a nurse and she was telling us about how she treated she, a COVID patient Yes, that and then we, were, uh, then we were like, Wait, we shouldn't be six inches away from her. I was like, should we go? Yeah. <laughs> should we move? I was like, what are their precautions? How do they know how to treat people with COVID already? Exactly. How do they know how to PPE? Right. Because we don't. Like, this was a pandemic as of that day. We'd been hearing about COVID for a couple weeks at mm-hmm. that. A few weeks, maybe a month. Like you've been hearing about it, like a couple cases happening here and there. But like the pandemic declared that day. And then we're talking to this nurse from downtown, which by the way, did you, oh, it wasn't her, but her friend, the other one got engaged. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. I did not know that. Yes. Um. So, anyways, we were balancing a lot, a exactly. lot of things. A lot of things. Like, our passion. And that's my normal. And, right? It is our normal. And that's why, you know, to me, it was a relief. And for people to be complaining about their time, I was like, what are you talking about? This is a blessing. Like, for me, I could really just take a break. Not yeah. that... I, I don't, don't enjoy other... all the things that I do. Like, yeah. I love all the things that I do. I wish I had more time. That's mm-hmm. why I felt I want to do all of the things. Right. Yes, I want to do everything. <laughs> yes. I want to do it all. I'm doing all of the things now. I hope to always do all of the things. Exactly. I will never complain about doing no. all of the things. About people to complain about all the time that was suddenly right. on their hands. And like, I think... like, the trivial shit that was, exactly. like, bogging people down. Like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, yeah, but look at all the things you can do. Right. I mean, granted, we just complained about the pool. But, again, it's not like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, um, that's not I... the kind of complaining we were, we're talking about. Like, we complain about the pool just for funsies, you know. like and, Oh, my God. It was such a fun thing. It was <laughs> the funnest thing to complain yeah, no. about all summer. <laughs> because, again, we're not the type of people to complain, right? I so... chased pools all summer. We just talked about this. We literally found pools all Everywhere over town. Everywhere we could. Like, the, the search was on for an open pool. And Every so, friend kept saying to me and coworker was like, you look so tan. I'm like, yeah, I'm pool chasing. <laughs> yes. Like a storm chaser, but for right. pools. And so that's why like, we are not the type of people to complain about things in a serious, like life is ending kind of way, right? But many people were complaining. And I think part of that, you know, every time we, and I, I say we, but maybe I should say I, like every time I heard people complaining, it kind of got to me a little bit because I'm like, they're are so many things and maybe again it's also my perspective like I am a person who and I and I like to say that you are too like I love to grow I love to learn I love to like see like uh see what opportunities there are out there and so when I hear people about complaining about their time I'm like you have all this time like you should treat it like a gift like what are some of the things that you've always wanted to do but never got to do like learn something new learn a different language learn an instrument um spend more time with family bake a banana bread like learn how to bake learn how to use a stove (laughs) (laughs) a stove that's what it's called i now know what a stove is (laughs) and so um but yes there's just and i think that's part of my my beef maybe i'll just say that my beef was that 
Could it be your tofu? It could be. Sorry, okay. yes. Let's go with tofu. I like that. <laughs> um, my my tofu was that it we should be reframing it as a yeah. gift, right? Because yeah. now that we're reopening, I admit. Oh my gosh! When everything I started miss... reopening, I was a little like, ooh. Yes, and some of it is concern for public health. Of course. Oh. A major thing is about public yeah. health. I right? mean, the re- um, about the reopening. So my so when we reopened in May, our mm, government, mm-hmm. our governor started reopening Arizona, and I was like, "Ooh, too soon!" And we did see a decent spike after mm-hmm. that. But like a lot of it was like, "Damn, do I gotta go back to doing all that shit I yes. had to do before?" <laughs> and none of the shit wasn't things that we didn't want to do, right? It was just well, <laughs> <laughs> some of the mundane stuff well, that comes along with the good stuff in the job, I guess. But. Yeah, like I, I mean, was but a, a so a big sad. part of twenty twenty for me once we st- once we had that closure and I like the pandemic had closed a lot down, um, and people were complaining about their time. I just I I honestly remember saying like, um, but look at all the things we can do. And for me, I really kind it not a lot changed because we we were considered essential and we still mm-hmm. went to a day job even though like I would work remotely part time, but I would be in the office part time, and. Um, my side hustle slowed down for a minute, but then it picked right back up and it was really, really busy. And when things started to reopen, like in May, late May, when things started to reopen, I kind of remember thinking, um, damn, all that stuff's going to come back. (laughs) And I was kind of enjoying all of the noise getting filled. For me, the 2020 quiet periods were like noise getting filtered out. It was like. Suddenly That's a great way to say it, noise yeah. being filtered out. It, a lot of what fills uh, our time, and I'm not saying it might not be fulfilling, but like a lot of the stuff we do is white noise. Like, you know, killing time at the mall, going shopping for whatever. Um, there's just a lot of white noise. And I really liked that we had to be super intentional about how we spent our time. We had to think about it versus going through the motions, which you get really used to doing the same things on the same days. And, um, I don't want to say seeing the same people because hopefully you're all just hanging out with people you really enjoy anyways, but you get kind of used to like these habits and these routines and these same things of doing and that was really throwing a lot of people and I personally really like change. Um, I live for change like as an operations and logistics type of person. Like I'm like, how can we do it differently? (laughs) How can we do it better? How can we, you know, make it more fun? How do we change things up, spice things up, keep things rolling? Exactly. And now that I'm, and I'm actually just kind of now putting this together, like that part of my personality is probably a lot of the reason I didn't have a hard time because I'm always like, what can I do better? Right. I think we're very flexible is another word Uh, that I don't know if I've mentioned before, but like adapting, being flexible. I like to say Um, I'm very bendy. Bendy. <laughs> okay, we'll get going. I've that. always said that. I swear to God, ever since I was like, I don't even know. Ever since I was young, not that I'm not young now, <laughs> but younger. Yeah, people are like, you're so flexible. I'm like, I'm very bendy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I like to think I'm very bendy and like go with the flow. And if one thing doesn't work out, it's like, cool, pivot, go this way. Pivot. Yeah, you don't <laughs> pivot. Pivot. <laughs> you don't always have to take the path of most resistance. So, like, if there's a fabulous, um, uh, I don't even know. She's an author. She uh, is a motivational speaker, Cy Wakeman. Uh, I just adore her because she has this really great phrase, and it's been a long time since I've listened to her. So forgive me, I'm probably butchering it, but it was. It's like our reality isn't the reason we can't succeed. Like our reality is or our circumstances, whatever it is, are the reason we must succeed. 
something along those lines. So it's like, this is just reality. Right. Like, just exactly. go. Just go with it. I think that's part of, like, my whole thing about adapting, mm-hmm. too. Like, when it happened, I don't want to waste my time yeah. complaining or being sad about it. Yeah. I was just like, okay, well, it's shut down. Well, what can we do? Like, we instead were- of focusing on what things we can't do... I was focusing on... You and I were like two little kids playing hooky early we on. Were, like we were. Actually, like, it was really fun. All right, we're working from home. Meet at the pool at 3.30. <laughs> that is one of my favorite parts about working from home. You can work from anywhere. One not of us just is like, the- I'll see you at the pool at 3.30. Make it 3. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sangria. <laughs> I'll bring tacos. <laughs> exactly. It was like twice a week this was happening. It's like, who's pool? Where are you? Okay, we're here. Because you were a bit of a nomad over I was a nomad. Yeah, you're like a gypsy. I liked it. As gy- I Wait, that. is gypsy a derogatory term? Some people might think so, but I don't. Okay. I don't mean it in a derogatory way. I mean I it as you, like girl. a very free-flowing, like free-spirited, uh, mm-hmm. go-where-the-wind-takes-you type of... I like it. Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks, my lady. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, but 2020 for me, all that nonsense, it quieted it quieted all the nonsense. And um, I went into summer with the side business. You know, like summer again, I close and I don't do a lot for the side biz. And coming out of it, I had this moment mm-hmm. that I was like supposed to reopen the side business. And I had this moment where I just thought, ugh, I don't want to. And I kind of, like, my inner voice, the voice in my head, my inner thoughts were whiny. Like, ugh. Literally in my head, I heard it just like that. Ugh, I don't wanna. <laughs> so I just went, you know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't wanna. Exactly. So I'm not. Exactly. And I changed things, and I had this moment of, like, and I think a lot of my summer through the pandemic has been little moments like that of clarity and, um, just seeing things a little more clear, not having all of the distractions. Like a, a lot of it is just going through the motions and doing the same thing every day and doing things because people expect them of me instead of tuning in. I'm really introverted, so I'm pretty good at understanding what makes me happy and what brings me joy. And in that moment, I had this realization that hustling at the rate I was hustling prior to pandemic was no longer bringing me joy. And I was really enjoying not killing myself. I was starting to enjoy getting closer to seven hours of sleep on average a night. Um, seeing my friends dating. I mean, I didn't really date anybody that worked out. But, like, <laughs> it was fun to date over the summer. Yeah. And um, even through a pandemic, it was like there was some easy ways to kind of distance and date and be safe with a handful of people. I had like, what, maybe six people in my circle throughout the summer. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't have a bad summer. It was a great summer. And I like how you pointed out, you know, moments of clarity because I think one of the lessons that we can all learn from the pandemic is that it really, if if you open your mind and your heart to it, it can really help you clear up a lot of things in your life and especially help you understand or even listen to some of the inner voices that might have been drowned out by all of that noise mm-hmm. and so you know the pandemic has 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 really helped me prioritize a lot of things in my life that are based on joy instead of I'm doing it because I have to or because someone's telling me to. I'm learning finally how to prioritize and do things that I truly do want to do because it brings me joy as opposed to 
you know, and as opposed to doing things and, and having the courage to actually cut out things that I was doing because I thought I enjoyed, but I no longer enjoy them or they're just not as important anymore in my life. Not as important anymore. That's a good one. Yeah. Because there was a time when all this hustle was my number one. Right. And not saying that was a bad thing. It just, yeah. it shifted for me this year. And um, I mentioned this to some other friends and she said like, obviously 2020 like you're seeing things oh, 2020 I like that and I was like holy shit why have I never how how are you the first person telling me this in August like I'm just now yes. hearing this be compared to like you're seeing things clearly I'm like oh duh wow seeing things in 2020 yeah literally, literally figuratively it works <laughs> yeah I think that's the title of our episode I like it <laughs> but that's exactly what it is because I I just feel that the pandemic has truly helped a lot of us as long as we allowed ourselves to be open-hearted and open-minded and open our eyes like it really has helped clear up a lot of things in our life Mm -hmm. the way we see others the way we see ourselves the way we see our lives Mm -hmm. unfolding and so a lot of opportunities for clarity i love like already declared introvert i love having time to look inward yes I found that I was missing a big part of that. Yeah. I was hustling and bustling and, you know, just before yeah. the pandemic. And the pandemic, like, you know, like we've already said, like gave us the time. Yeah. And it gave me the time to realize, like, I love having time to myself and having the time to just sit with my own thoughts and feelings and really feel them and really uh, be able to better understand myself and grow Mm -hmm. in ways that I never really had the opportunity to because every minute of every day was packed with something yeah well you know and it was something that I love something that I chose to do but you know just like we had spoken a few minutes ago like not everything has to be important at all times Mm -hmm. and prioritizing is good to do Mm -hmm. and once you can prioritize you can start to determine well maybe you know are there things that we can cut out that maybe, you know, it is important at mm-hmm. some level or at some other point in time, but now it just doesn't bring you as much joy or maybe it's not that important anymore and maybe it's time to shift. Yeah. Most of my priorities over the summer were finding pools. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I pool? And I actually, I, I've traveled a fair amount. I don't know. I guess I traveled more than the average bear over the summer because... I just always do, and I wanted to go home and visit family, so I did, and um, we managed to sneak away, a few of us, to Napa Valley for my birthday weekend, which had been planned since, like, the beginning of the pandemic. We we, should go to Napa every summer for your birthday, so I almost think it's, like, planned all the time. It kind of (laughs) is. I've done it, like, at least three birthdays, two in a row, and at least one other, and I've been a couple other times. Definitely two. I've been, yeah, I've been in Apple at least five times. Um, sorry, low-key flex. My bad. <laughs> I wasn't bragging there. No. I just really like wine. That's okay. Oh, and Napa Valley keeps growing every, it's like Vegas. Like every time you go, it's totally, not totally different. It's different. Like the vibe is there, but there are new things to see and new things to taste and new things to try. Um but I got to travel a little bit over the summer. Went home to see family. I got to go to Napa and with, you know, two of my very best friends. And 
um, experience a really awesome, actually really socially distanced. Na- Napa was doing it really well. It's before all the fires, thankfully. Um, you know, woof, gosh, hope that's all okay soon. And, uh, and then I went to Colorado and visited some more family. So it was really, and we were supposed to go to Hawaii. Oh, that got canceled. Trip too. number two that got canceled for us. Man, Hawaii is still not letting people in. Oh, they still haven't. So sad. Yeah, I know, because they were no, record number, record oh. high number of cases in one day again. Oh, yikes. So, anyways, pandemic for me has been not so bad because I choose to see it that way. Yep, I agree. And uh, it's bringing me this podcast, and it brought me like a ton closer to you. I like to. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. <laughs> I picture like a really cheesy commercial, like <laughs> like at the end of that Breakfast Club movie where the guy's like with the hand in the air. It's like, "Thanks, COVID." <laughs> Some really cheesy Thanks. pose yeah. with like a dimple in your. <laughs> that was my elbow. Wow. Ouch. Some really cheesy, like with like a little dimple in your cheek, like. Thanks, COVID. And then there's like all us, like, shucks. Us all like, yeah. hee hee. <laughs> there are, if you think about it, there are many good things that have come out of COVID, mm-hmm. which I think that's what I choose to focus on. Yes. I. But, you know, while I say that, I also don't want to forget, you know, the, the, the sad things that have happened because of COVID as well, too. So it's not to yes. minimize what has been lost or who, no. you know, all the, the people and all the families and all the losses that we've had. But I think the, the best way to honor yes. some of the losses that we have had to face during the pandemic is to continue moving forward with a positive attitude and a mindset where, you know, that, you know, with, with hope and with trust and faith that we will continue moving forward, that we have the courage, we have the strength to yeah. move forward and to make the best out of every situation that does come before us. Yes, I agree. Um, and we did have coworkers who lost yes. immediate family members really early on in COVID. And I'm sure I know a few people first, like first person who had COVID. I actually know a few people for sure who had COVID and they were sloppy. I mean, I wasn't hanging around with any of these people over summer, but I found out via social media. Or um, just keeping in touch with them. Like I, I was really close friends with a lot of people that you know just talking with them they you know i hadn't seen them but we kept in touch and they they had covid too and thankfully they recovered mm-hmm. but no um this this pandemic has touched everyone mm-hmm. i guess the whole point is you know to to keep moving forward to keep having a positive mindset yes i like that you said that it's a good one good it's it's a i like that you said honor those who've not made it through this pandemic and those who've had family who've not made it through this pandemic it's like you know pick it up we're going like we have no choice like but to keep moving we are still here yes and let's make the most of it exactly yep agreed very well said i like it so shall we move on to dessert dessert (laughs) what should we have for dessert two truths and a lie two truths and a lie in elementary school i won the reindeer race in high school i was one of my high school mascots and in high school one of my favorite things to do with my friends was to go teepeeing houses 
Okay, two truths and one lie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the lie is teepeeing houses. <laughs> really? <laughs> I could never picture you doing anything oh, bad. Oh my gosh, I'm very easily influenced. <laughs> Oh, were you the getaway driver? No, you're Asian. I was a teepee supplier. <laughs> my family's a hoarder and I always had a lot of teepee. That was my second guess. <laughs> She's like, oh, hang on, my mom just went to Costco. <laughs> so what was the lie? Or do I keep guessing? You, you keep guessing. Oh, I guess again. Okay, so the other one was you won a race. And, and then I was the high were, school mascot. You were one of the high school yeah. mascots, you said, which would indicate there were more than one mascot or you went to more than one high school. So usually what happens is uh, there's always multiple mascots because one mascot can't be yet. Because oh. there's always multiple games, right? Yeah, that's for and professional so, sports, though. Is that really a thing in high school? I'm going to guess that's the lie. That is. Yeah, yeah. It is in college. You said high, high school. school. No, 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 I know. But in college, there's definitely multiple mascots. In high school, it depends on how big your school is. And my school is pretty big. So we, I think we had two mascots. Whatever. You're fancy. What kind of mascot were you? I wasn't a mascot, though. But we were oh, coyotes. Oh, it was a lie. Yeah, that was a lie. Yeah. But you we were got a, that was We were coyotes. Okay, okay. so... Okay. Your turn. Yeah, okay. So... I was a child bride... Um, I am a distant relative of Dolly Parton, and from the first time I visited Las Vegas, the reason I was so in love with it is because I was conceived there. Dolly Parton. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she might know this. <laughs> oh, no. I knew the child bride thing. Yeah. So I joke about being a child bride. Um, so like I'm, I've am i been divorced for a billion years, but I was married. So like when I date people, now that I'm an adult and I date people and they're like, we're all kind of grown. Like one of the common questions you get is, have you been married before or ever been married? And I'm like, yeah, I was a child bride. Um, <laughs> and then everybody gets this look on their face and I tell them I was married at 21. So I, I really consider that a child bride. You know, the other day I just learned that your frontal lobe, which has your decision making, was responsible for decision making, doesn't fully develop until you're 25. That makes sense. Yeah. Shit. But at 21, I knew I didn't want to get married. I was literally two weeks after my 21st birthday or something. I'd been planning this for six months. I got married. Ew. Ugh. I don't want to say it was child abuse that my parents let me get married because I was old enough <laughs> to make that decision, but somebody should have stopped me. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, I, I say I was a child bride. And then literally from the first time I visited Las Vegas, I was in love with it. Um, I remember visiting an island down in the West Indies. I went to Antigua on my honeymoon, actually. And um, Antigua to Guatemala? Antigua, down by Barbuda, oh, like okay. I don't know. way down past the Caribbean. Mm. And I remember, I just, I immediately and instantly, and like, like I imagine if you have babies, like people tell you, you just immediately fall in love with this other human. It's like an experience you've never had because obviously like you meet a new person, you get to know them over time and then you fall in love with them. Mm -hmm. Like you learn to love people. But when you have a child, it's an immediate overwhelming love. Right. That's sort of how I was with Blue Skies and Palm Trees. It was oh. just like I immediately felt 
this was where I was supposed to be. And um, I later told my mom that. I mean, that's how I ended up in Phoenix from Michigan is I uh, had been to Vegas a few times and loved it so much and wanted to leave Michigan after I was divorced. And um, I didn't really have anything keeping me there anymore. So the doctor I worked for was retiring and I just started looking at moving west and I landed in Phoenix. Um, and I told my mom, somewhere along the way, I told my mom or I told some of her friends, people always ask me how I ended up here, but my mom was like, oh, oh, you know, I'm pretty sure you were conceived in Vegas. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, yeah, I was on a trip with your dad and uh, his mom and we were on like a road trip and we were in Vegas and I know there was definitely a time where she wasn't around and we were in the hotel room by ourselves. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. Now it all makes sense. I'm sure she's going to love that I put that in our inaugural episode. <laughs> I love it. But anyways, yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely a, a and I'm my my birthday's in the summer. I'm just a summer baby, like sun, palm trees. Every day I drive home, there's this one stretch of road between the freeway and home that obviously when I drive home I'm facing west on my drive on this section of the drive. And so the sun is setting or lower and these palm trees, there's two rows of palm trees that line one side of the street. And Every day I drive by it, whether the sun is high or low, it's just these two rows of gloriously tall, tall, tall palm trees. And they just look so perfect. Like the palm tree is like my, my spirit plant. <laughs> it's so tall, thin, it never breaks. It just bends with the wind no matter how many storms. It just bends and goes with it and it's still there at the end of it. I just love those palm trees. Oh. They're my favorite. I like that story a lot. Yeah, I went on a real tangent. No worries. <laughs> it's all good. It's not like we're on a time limit. Who, me? Tangent? What? What? Talk forever? No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, that was super fun. We should do that more. Yeah, we should do that again. Yes. Maybe in a couple like days. It. Maybe in a couple days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, any last comments? I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this. I hope so, too. It was really fun. I'm really excited for future episodes, um, talking to people about just more of what makes us us and why why we want to talk to people and hear from people and share experiences, bring us all together, let everybody know you're not alone, and uh, build this little community into a big community. Hear, hear. All right. We'll see you all next time. See you next time. Love you. Bye-bye.